All right, we're recording. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take our private group texts and bring them to real life talk. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys, a.k.a. Producers Produce. And I'm Smug Dude. Love that first mug. And the storyteller. Yeah, yeah, I like that. The storyteller. Yeah, we go. We, yeah, y'all, y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see. The, the, the man got a t-shirt now. He's giving himself a nickname. Got a t-shirt and everything. So I'm gonna go ahead and put that up on the gram for everybody to see. You know how how Blakeney is giving himself his own nickname, man. We'll let y'all see how that how that is. Hey, nobody else could understand what President of First Impressions means. So I'm yeah, just I'm just a storyteller, man. We got people requesting stories every week. Yeah, so again, we uh we're on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and uh, Google Podcasts. Uh subscribe, rate, comment, do all that good stuff. Yep. Because uh I can't give shout outs unless y'all do that. So that's that's the new rules on the podcast. I can't get no shout outs unless I do that. So any nobody sh- I ain't seen no new week? subscriptions this week, man. I ain't seen no no new comments. So go, go ahead and let me have it because I know you got a shout out. I know for Thir- a fact. 36,000 listeners, and I ain't getting that one new comment this week, man. That's uh that's that's crazy, man. Uh, who, uh, I, I know you? what y'all doing. Uh, who yeah, was man, your crew? Where, 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 where the shout outs at, man? I mean, smug dude has told me I, I'm shot outless. Yep. Unless unless anybody, somebody comment. Please, we got some new subscriptions, but I need some new. I'm only allowed to shout you out if you got some new comments. So no reviews comment. yet. Did we get any reviews yet? Yeah, we got a couple of reviews. Just a couple your, reviews. Just from friends. Nah, <laughs> friends and family. One, any strangers? Yeah, a couple of strangers. A couple of strangers said they said they like the uh, they like the camaraderie between us. Nice, nice. And uh, yes. they are new friends now, so not strangers yeah, anymore. Yeah, new friends. Cool. So. Yeah. Uh, so you gonna take my A Young from me tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you gonna make you me do the week. Wellington Park? Yeah, I texted you last week because I said I said I got the A Young from. I got the we. I had the A Young a week ago. I've been saving this A Young all week because you were on the call. Like I texted you and was like, I need five, maybe ten more minutes. Right. And the next thing I know, I had an alert. Uh, you know that uh, Tommy ain't got no job. Is is. <laughs> Is in in the waiting room ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I've been ready. I've been I've been keeping this junk a secret. I've only told two people this story because I just yeah I've been been holding this one in all week. Man. All right, so let us have it. A young. Hey, yeah. All right. So, so last week I went to Seven Eleven. I know CDC. I know I shouldn't have been out. I apologize. No comment. And I went to I went to Seven Eleven. So I pull up into Seven Eleven. And this dude standing out front, he walks up to me and he's like, yo, man, this is a, this a nice truck. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. He was like, uh, start asking me, like, how much did you pay for it? And I'm like, yeah, you know. And then he was like, where you work? And I said, eh, this is going a little suspicious. So I said, I work at Costco. And he said, oh, you work at Costco? I was like, yeah. He's like, what the hours like? I'm like, hey, you know, it's cool. You know, I like, it's been tough during the coronavirus. I don't get this many hours. 
So he says, well, look, man, I'm rich. This is what he says to me. He says, I'm rich. And he pulls out like a big wad of money. And he's all I see is the 50 on top. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm rich. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. He's like, well, look. And he, and he pulls up his pant leg. And he's like, yo, so I just got out of jail, right? And he shows me he's got the, uh, the ankle monitor. Ankle monitor. So he's like, yeah, I just got out of jail, man. He's like, but look, this is this, this what I do. He's like, I run a taxi business. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So he's like, what I'm thinking is, while you at Costco, I could take your truck because your truck, your truck is really nice. Like your truck is really nice. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, I take your truck and I'll go do my little runs while you at work. And I saw at this point, I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking around thinking I'm on like candy camera at this point because this story is hilarious. Right. So I said, yeah, man, you know, like I, I was like my hours, I don't really work like an eight hour shift. I work like five hour shifts. I was like, that's just not enough time. He's like, all right, man, I understand. He's like, you don't believe me, right? He's like, I'm rich. I'm like, yeah, man, I mean, congratulations. He said, well, let's do this. I live in Beverly Hills. Why don't you let me, why don't you drive me to Beverly Hills to my house and you can see where I live so you can see that I'm rich? And I said, nah, I got somewhere I got to be. So he was like, look, man, look, he's like, I'm going to be real with you. He's like, I'm rich and I got this company, but now that I got this, this charge, I can't put anything in my name. So that's why he's saying, like, that's what I'm saying, man. Your truck is so nice <laughs> that I would just meet you. At, he's like, which Costco you work at? So I, so I forgot. I think I told him to work in the Burbank. He's like, yeah, that's right. He's like, that's not that far from Beverly Hills. I'll just come to the Burbank. He's like, what time do you usually go to work? I said, man, you know, my hours change every week. I, I don't have a set schedule. So he was like, well, look, would you just give me a call like a half hour before you're going to be at work? I'll just come meet you at your job. You give me the keys and I'll just be back to get you when your day work. And he's like, I'll be making my money with my taxi business that I own. So finally, I'm just like, look, man, like it's been I mean, I should have shut him down like 25 minutes to the conversation. But I actually started having a good time with the story because his story was so good. Yeah. So he finally was like, he's like, man, I just can't believe you don't believe me, man. Like, I, he's like, you could just you could just take me to Beverly Hills. You could just see my house and you see I'm rich. Like, I don't need to steal your car or nothing. And I was like, well, then why do you need my car? He was like, because I can't have any cars in my name now. And again, he shows me his ankle, his ankle monitor. Right? <laughs> so I was like, well, look, man. He's like, well, look. He's like, look, you can just cut him out whenever you want. I was like, all right. He's like, he's like, let me give you my number. So he gave me his number. I, I pretend like I put it in my phone. And I was like, all right, man, I'll holler at you. And he was like, man, we can we could get this money. Hey, but the thing about it uh, is he never actually ever said to me, we can split the money with the taxi service. Like he never he never offered me any money. It was basically just, yo, I'm just going to use your car while you at work. Just some random dude. Random he asked me how much you paid for your car and everything. Asked me how much I paid for. He asked me, like I said, he asked me about work. He asked me, he asked, he asked me a lot of questions to be trying to take my car. You getting soft on me, man. Like you, you enjoyed it though. You, I ain't gonna uh, lie. You should have shut that conversation down in the first two minutes. No, I should have, but it, but I, you know. But thank I've you for not doing it because that was a great story for the, uh, yeah. <laughs> for the and A Young. I've been quarantined for like four months. Yeah, this, that was the most fun I've had in four months, that whole conversation. Hey, dog, why don't you get, why don't you go see where you live, man? <laughs> Give hey, him a ride I'll, to Beverly Hills. 
I swear, if I'd have had one of my boys with me, like if you'd have been with me, I'd have taken him because I would have wanted to. I'd have wanted to let the whole thing play out so we could have seen. Uh, you might get to Wellington Park tonight because I wasn't going. I wouldn't have been. I'd have been like, nah, uh-uh, I can't do that. Nope. <laughs> oh yeah, you just had to be in the back behind them. We just taking him to Beverly. I just wanted to see when I dropped him off in Beverly Hills. I wanted to see how he was going to pretend like he went into this house in Beverly. I was at this point. I was all in. I would like if I wouldn't have been by myself. I would have taken him to Beverly Hills. You should have got so his number. You should have really got his number. I should have, but I just, he was like, yeah, let me give you my number. Just call me. He's like, yo, whenever you, he's like, man, just let me know. And then we just make it work. I just, while you at work, I could just go do the taxi thing. That's I'm thinking a, to myself, like, how long he been locked up? He ain't heard about Uber and Lyft? Yeah, that's that. He, he kept saying I'm rich, though. He rich, rich. Yeah, rich, rich. So that's a what? Uh, Man, that's 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 a, like a A young. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite subject. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I I'm I was when I was doing this, <laughs> when I was doing the outline, I was like, man, I don't wanna talk about this thing no more, man. It's, Still it's, talking I, about the Rona. Man, I don't want to talk about it no more, man. It's getting on my damn nerves, man. They just shut us down again out here, man. Shut down. Can't go in the restaurant. Shut the gyms down. Man. Yeah. Every time, man. We about to feel like it's about to be over, man. They just hit us on the head again. But it's not their fault, though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. But it's, it's you know, they, they trying to protect you guys. Y'all out there not wearing masks and stuff. But that's the thing. Doing the things that it takes to protect yourselves. Well, that's the thing, though. California has really been doing, at least every time I've gone out, even even my man rambled me at 7-Eleven had a mask on. Well, that's not when he started talking to me. When he first walked up to me, he didn't have it. He pulled the mask down. And that's why I never got out the car, too. And that's why I always had like my hand on the wheel because I had to ball out. Um, But yeah, man, man, it's just this junk starting to beat people down, man. So we're up so, to 140 some thousand deaths now. Uh, I know as of your outline, it was 130, 30 something. Yeah. 136. Yeah, well, I, but I heard yeah, tonight they, it's up like 140, uh, 141, some change. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's crazy. And then they saw this thing about they've done some tests and scans reveal heart damage in over half of COVID 19 patients in a study. So that's the thing. It's like we still don't know what the long term effects of this thing are. And that to me, that's that's the scariest part. Right, right. Um, I saw. So I was, uh, <laughs> I was reading. Oh, good job, good job, good job. <laughs> um, so have you heard about the vaccine? The oh yeah, yeah. I thought about you. The first person. Anytime I hear about vaccine talk, you're the first person I think of. Hey man, well this this uh my, my uh I don't know how to pronounce it. If it's Moderna or Moderna. Okay. Um, they partnered with the National Institute of Health. Um, and, uh, basically they, they found to induce some immune responses in all of the volunteers who received it in a phase one study. So apparently they're up to, uh, getting ready to go into their phase, uh, three, uh, study. Right. And so phase one study typically studies a small number of people and focuses on whether a vaccine is safe and elicits an immune response. All right. In phase two, the clinical study is expanded and the vaccine is given to people who have characteristics such as age, physical health, 
similar to those uh, for whom the new vaccine is intended, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. In phase three, the vaccine is given to thousands of people and tested for um, efficacy uh, and again for safety. Right. So they're saying they're going to be able to administer uh, possibly up to a billion um, Mm -hmm. per year of of these vaccinations. Uh, Well, beginning 2021, they're saying that they're going to have about 500 million, I think it is available. Okay. um, To be able to administer. But then going forward, they'll be able to deliver like a billion of these uh, of these vaccinations. Well, I ain't, I ain't getting none of that first billion. You let me you let me know when that when that when that third billion come out. That's when I'm gonna jump when, on when it. When third, that third billion so come like out, twenty twenty two. Hey man, listen. But I'm you're safe though. That. You've already been tested and you don't have it, so you know you you can't get it again. You can't can't ever get it. I mean, because you haven't nah, tested for it, right? I don't I don't have it. I didn't get tested for the antibodies. I just got tested for it. So I don't doesn't mean. And they still don't even know for sure. They they think that means you can't get it, but they still not a hundred percent certain. So I'm not, but yeah, I heard that that, that last phase, they're now going to test thirty thousand people with the, with the vaccine. So if that if that and that thirty thousand everything goes smoothly, they still think the earliest it'll be available would be like around Christmas, right? For for wide use. Mm, mm. You, so even, you're not even, take even it. if everything goes. Nah, I'm not taking it Christmas. Still I done, I done made it through the, through all the 2020. Now I ain't gonna I ain't gonna let that vaccine ruin my Christmas too, man. Mm. Well, I don't know. I just know, like, I was talking to someone today, actually, uh, in South Korea, and they were talking about basically <clears throat> how they have to come back to the states now next right. week. In South they Korea, nah. uh, <laughs> is it South Korea? South Korea, right? yeah, right? Yeah, South, South Korea. South Korea. Yeah. And because uh, I was like, we can't go, we can't mess with North Korea, but yeah, North Korea, nah, you can't. <laughs> South nah. South Korea is a green zone. Because basically, um, you know, certain countries, they don't allow travel and stuff like that or travel from, to right. and from. So their green zone, they they uh, reduce their cases tremendously. So like they're only getting like hundreds of cases now, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to, the, you know, tens of thousands. Yeah. Like we're saying. And I think you have some stats on that, too, as well. Yeah. South Korea and U.S. had their first cases on the same day. And we have six times more people than South Korea, but we have 220, 224 times as many cases and 458 times as many deaths. So, yeah, if I was in South Korea, I, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't coming over back here. That's I'm what chilling they, in South Korea. Yeah, that's what they were saying. They like, man, yeah. we got to go right to the hotbed. Yeah, but nah, I ain't. Oh no way! Nah, I think they say it's, it's thirty nine states where the cases numbers are increasing right now. So, nah, I, I'm saying I'm saying in South Korea for a minute. Yeah, Florida's still on fire. They had like twelve thousand cases on uh, uh, was it Monday? Monday? It was yeah, this, this week it was like over twelve thousand. But but they opened Disney World. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's the part I don't understand. They opened Disney World. They opened Disney World in Florida. But then they closed Disney Worlds again in Hong Kong. Yeah, they did. So I, I just and somebody somebody tweeted something, and you know it's a tweet. So I don't know if it's true, but somebody made the point of they open they opened uh, Disney World, but Disney's corporate offices are still closed for safety. So the big wigs, it's not safe for them to go to work. But the dude dressed as Goofy, 
Come on into the come on into <laughs> come, the park, brother. On, uh, essential workers, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mickey, come on in. The the dude at the office, nah, it's not safe. But Mickey, you come on in with all these people in here. They they man. were saying though, in Hong Kong is political. Um, because they have a uh, a mandate of for them to close down because it, okay I think the government from from what I saw owns over half it was like fifty three percent of that Disney in Hong Kong okay. is, is owned by the government so they stated that they had to actually close it shut it down because they saw a, a small spike in coronavirus cases so right. they're like no nope, shut it down shut it down completely yeah. So that's that's well, why that can, Hong Kong one uh, closed down. But that's the thing about Florida, like it it doesn't make sense. Like you have to allegedly for things to reopen, you had to show numbers going down. Florida is peaking at the highest numbers right now, and you open up a big park with all of those people and bringing all those people in. It's crazy to me, man. Like I know we talked a lot of last week about schools, and we started hearing this week. Uh, PG County, I heard PG County said, you know, out, out your way, PG County said online learning the fall. LA said that online learning. So these, these states and cities are starting to, starting to, man, no, there ain't going to be no school in the fall. Man. Yeah, that's going to be tough. They, um, yeah, they, they were saying in Prince George's County that they've been working actually with LA, um, to uh to get some information from them to kind of figure out how they've been able to do it and why they actually shut down and stuff and like what they're doing in regards right. to technology and stuff as well. Yeah, I, w- I was saying just, we didn't have this on the outline, but I was just thinking about this with, with everything that we've been knowing that was happening these last couple of months. So in my industry, there's been a new position created called the uh, COVID compliance production resource manager or something it depends on a different name. But they're basically giving training for these new positions for every union production will have a COVID person on set. That is their specific jobs to make sure everybody's following, you know, following the rules to make sure that this set is being run appropriately. And I was just wondering why with us knowing school was coming and everybody saying, I mean, I say when I see Trump and Betsy DeVos say, hey, this is, let's, we have to have schools open in the fall. I look at it the same way as somebody saying I need to lose weight without having a plan. Like, yeah, cool. Let's let's I want to lose 50 pounds, but ain't no plan. It's not going to happen. You can't just speak into existence. And them saying let's open schools, you can't speak into existence. And I'm just wondering why in all of this time in our industry, we created this position. There's a lot of people unemployed. I just wonder why they didn't, you know, there weren't 20 people from each school you could hire who are unemployed right now, former bartenders or people who work at restaurants that are permanently closed. And train them to be COVID compliance officers in every school and have these people at every school. If you want to have the schools open, like what's the plan to have the schools open? Like it just feels like our industry is making this change and creating this position. I don't understand why the government, for especially for something like schools, which we all agree schools need to be open for families. But there's there's been nothing done to make sure schools are open. That would make too much sense, though. Yeah. It would well, be too much like, right. And then using the resources around them to maneuver. But it's, uh, you know, it's politics. Period. Yeah, and man. And the story. Just, period. And the story is all about the politics. Yeah. And the other thing, speaking of politics, is we got, uh, I think not, not this week, but next week, that extra $600 a week that the government was given for people on unemployment is going to run out. And as of, as of the moment, the 
Congress passed it for an extension, but the Senate has not even taken up a discussion on that yet. And again, I don't know what's happening in other places, but we just got shut down again, pretty much the bars, the gyms. So we're being shut down again. And next week, these people aren't going to make that extra money, which is kind of a, a, I mean, I looked up what the average unemployment is in the country without the extra $100, the average unemployment weekly in the country is like $250 a week. So... I don't know where you can live. Thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where you live in America that you can live on a thousand dollars a month. Like I'm just. I mean, unemployment obviously is not supposed to. It's supposed to be like a little help. It's not supposed to sustain you. But obviously, we're in a circumstance that no one ever could have imagined. Oh yeah, it's unprecedented. I, people can't go I, to work though. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying it's not like people are making the choice not to go to work. I mean, they're being told their businesses are being shut down by the government. It's not it's not their choice. They're not being fired. And I thought I saw something that somebody said, if people make more money on unemployment than at your business, you are a poverty creator, not a job creator. Um, and I thought that was that was that was pretty deep. What's your take I mean, on it? I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I know it's always been a debate about minimum wage and like even I, for instance, in our industry now, we are paying uh, $14.50 an hour or something like that. I forgot, I forgot what I got to pay my PAs, which is if anybody doesn't know production assistance is kind of the, the, the entry level position in our industry. Oh, I thought you so were a PA. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, well, producers produce, PAs, PA, you know, you know how it is. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's now for our days, we, we normally, we pay them for on a 12 hour day. So our PAs are able to make $200 a day, which is basically they're able to make $1,000 a week. Uh, when I first started in LA, we were making uh, like six seventy five a week when I first started in the industry. Um, so, and again, like we're paying these people a, live, a living wage now and you know, I mean, I, that's what I do. I do budgets like that extra money that we're paying them, which is significant in terms of what they can do with their lives and the places they can choose to live is not affecting. That's not the reason that our budgets have gone up because I can move some money from catering or move some money somewhere else. I'd much rather give it to the PA so they can, you know, live, live, live. So it's not necessarily check to check. And live so they can, hey, you know, I don't want to live in that neighborhood, but now I got this money, I can live in a little bit nicer neighborhood. Or I can, you know, make my commute to work every day. So I, I'm definitely, you know, I, you know, there's always going to be entry level position. There's always going to be somebody that works at McDonald's. There's always going to be somebody that works at Burger King. And, you know, I don't, I don't believe we got to pay everybody $100,000 a year. But I think we do have to figure out what is the, what is the livable wage in that, in that city. You know, obviously the, the livable wage in California is different than a livable wage in Arkansas. Right, right. Yeah, and then and then you know they could provide some sort of a stimulus uh, package in that way where where they you know pool all that money together, right, and distribute it. And and you know I was just thinking maybe actually like hold it against like future earnings, like right. when you file your taxes or stuff like that. Maybe withhold a certain percentage of it, you know, from your future taxes, like after you go back to work. But you know, like the bigger thing too as well is housing. Like that's right. um. That's that's really, really um, important because like I would venture to say everybody spent the twelve hundred dollars they got from STEM. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gone. Man. Right. Yeah. I don't know the stats on it, but m- 
many households have spent that twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. And then, oh. like, <laughs> and then and then like you mentioned, the six hundred dollars, um, that runs out at the end of the month. Right. Like that's done. That's a wrap. So now how are people gonna continue to pay their rent? Because many people aren't able to do that right, right now. But then there's gonna be more people that don't stand a chance at potentially paying their rent because they spent all the stimulus check and the six hundred dollars is is going away uh at the end of the month. So yeah. so what uh I like to hear your take about this too as well. So I'm like interviewing you tonight, bro. All right. Well, you were talking about housing. 32% of U.S. households missed their July housing payments. So that could be they didn't have it. And some people are getting, you know, forbearance. Uh, some people are making deals with their landlords. But I think also the... Uh, the they have uh, moratorium eviction, on evictions right now, though. The eviction moratorium is about to run out or it has run out. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, like I said, I mean, these aren't people who, you know, I know a lot of times people say, oh, you're lazy or whatever. These are people that are lazy. I mean, these are people where the government has said your gym, like I did my gym reopened and I didn't go back into it, but it was open and I just drove by the day and they closed it down again. Right. So those people that had been out of work, they finally came back to work and they literally back to work for like two weeks and now they're unemployed again. And while they were unemployed the first time, they were getting that extra $600 a week. And now they're unemployed again, and they're not going to be getting that extra $600 a week. So I don't I don't know what the, again, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what the solution is, but it just, you can't tell people they can't work and then not give them any, any remedy for that. Right, right. Yeah. Like, so basically those numbers are one out of three. One yeah. out of three people basically are either missing their rent payment. Or, you know, haven't been able to pay their mortgage in full. Yeah. Or stack. Oh, I mean, I, I talked to a, a friend of mine, did this thing that I was, thought was interesting. She said she's not paying her rent. Like, as soon as this thing started, because they said, you know, you could do. She said, I'm just going to I'm just going to keep the money. I'm not I've got the money for my rent. I'm just going to hold that money. And put it into like my savings account. And then once this is over, I will pay my landlord. But I don't want to give up cash. Yeah. Cash is king during these times. Yeah. I don't want to give up cash. If I don't have to pay, like if my landlord was saying like, cool, you don't have to pay it until this thing is over. She was like, I'm just going to keep that cash. And she said, also, hopefully they do some kind of thing where they say, Oh, you know, we're going to waive half of your, your rent payments for during the, during the COVID-19. She said, so at that point, the landlord ain't going to give me the money back. So she said, I'm going to hold it. And then, you know, if I if they say I only got to give them half, I'm only going to give them half. But again, those are decisions that people are making. Like, you know, she's not like she's like, I have the money, but I just I'd prefer to keep all my cash on hand because who knows? Because this was well, that goes back too. to the reserves like we talked about right. last week, right. having a certain amount of reserves, because who knows where things are going to go, you know? And so, it, you know, at some point, like, for instance, if it, if it becomes even worse. Right. You know, banks are going to start to potentially shut off your credit cards. Yep. You know, think about that. Like how many people may not, maybe even blowing up their credit cards now, mm-hmm. for instance, and, and living off of that because they're unemployed or whatever. And you don't have to report to your credit card agencies that I know of that you don't, you know, that you're not working. Right. So you use that, you use the entire balance and then you just stop paying or you don't pay. Right. Well, they put that money out like securitize that particular money, like on your credit card. 
and it's got to come back somehow, some way. So what's going to happen is they're going to start to either shrink people's uh, limits, credit limits, mm-hmm. yep. or they're just going to shut the cars off altogether. And so, you know, you just, we don't want to be in that particular position. So your friend is very smart in that because she might have to have access to that cash. And that goes back to the reserves that we talked about in the PPP loans and all that kind of stuff. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, people are, are sort of jockeying to make sure that they, you know, they have access to cash. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, anything else, uh, uh, nah, I mean, we, on that we, 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 we spent too much time on COVID already tonight, man. Yeah, Damn, too much time on COVID. Twelve, 12 weeks in, man. We still having twenty minute conversations about COVID, man. Yeah, we've been ah. doing we've been doing this for twelve weeks. Uh, well, it's this twelve weeks that we've put out. Yeah, you know, we got some we got we got some ones that didn't make it there. What do you uh? What do y'all call that? Like the uh. Uh, the hidden files or what is it called? Oh, yeah, the, re- the rehearsals. Oh, oh, that's like that's like some hidden footage. Hidden yeah, footage. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring we, it out we, one day. Yeah, yeah. If y'all, if y'all, y'all comment on that. We might we might let y'all hit a hit an underground the, the dirty tapes. <laughs> Well, we finally had some good news in 2020. What's that? Kanye West dropped out of his run as president. You love that. Yeah, that was the best best news so far 2020, man. Best news. But the reason I the reason it I put that up before it started, uh, man. All right. Chance the Rapper came out and was talking about he was going to support Kanye. And uh, it just made me think, man, um, we we have, uh, I don't know if it's new, but uh, I feel like we have celebrities now as thought leaders. Uh, just because, and I mean, I know it's obviously a lot of it has to do because I, you know, our, our president was a reality TV star and a, a businessman. A couple presidents. Was it, it, was, was, it was Ronald Reagan? Oh yeah, but, but but the thing about Ronald Reagan, he had been governor of California and stuff before. Arnold so Schwarzenegger. Did. Yeah, that's true. He did just become governor, but yeah, yeah you know, it's always that's what people it's, always it's try. It's a popularity like contest, though. Yeah, it's always been, but but yeah, but generally it was always still. It was always who, which one of those people you'd rather have a beer with, but it was still also based on the fact that they had some kind of experience in politics or whatever right and again you know who who knows but i just you know we've got terry cruz you've got kanye we've got chance to rap we've got a lot of people uh speaking on issues and it's become this thing where just because you're a celebrity i mean people ask celebrities questions and my thing with celebrities is i don't i don't think it's a requirement for celebrities to speak on everything because just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you know anything right we talk but, about this a lot. Yeah, so it's you know like you know my my king is LeBron James. You know that that that's my king. You know, that, that's but don't my contradict king. yourself though, man, because you don't want him to shut up and dribble. No, that's what I'm about to say. I'm about to say that's, right. You that's my you king. You don't want him to shut up and dribble, but but I do want. But I want him to only. I only want him and anybody else to only speak on things that they're knowledgeable on. Like I don't like if somebody was like, "Hey, LeBron, what do you think about how we should handle the coronavirus?" I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking for LeBron to speak on how we should handle the coronavirus. Only the coronavirus in basketball. Yeah, I don't, I don't right. need him to. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't, I don't need him to speak on the coronavirus. Like just, just cause he's, <clears throat> just cause I think he's the best basketball player doesn't mean he should know anything about the coronavirus. And I think that's the, that's the thing that this, this is the thing that we keep making a mistake of just cause you're an expert in one thing doesn't mean you know anything about something else. Right. Yeah, that's true. You got to do, you got, you have to do your research and be prepared to talk about it. Yeah. That's why like I, I tell you and I tell the world, like I'm not that big news media guy. Puts me in a really bad mood. Um, <laughs> it really does. I, I'll get enough information so that I can I can survive and live through it. But you know, I happen to have CDC in my household. Yeah, so, CDC. Yeah, she holds information. Yeah, she holds me down and gets gets me that good uh, information. But I stay in my lane. Like I know business. I know you know mortgages. Uh, I'm a decent husband, I think. You know, that's, what they, that's, that's what they tell me. You know, whoa, 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 I'm a father. We got to call CDC <laughs> in on that. Yeah, on that I'm, a, I'm a good father. You know, I'm a son, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, Chance got fried um, on Twitter, though. Yeah. Because for, for he, he was just speaking. He didn't. He just he was like, he said, I know Kanye. But yeah, but like, what so what? So what? I yeah. know I know you, but I would just be yeah. like, uh, Tommy, president? <laughs> like, all right, cool, man. When whoa, can whoa, I come whoa, to the whoa, White whoa. House? Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, <laughs> like when we come to the White House, can we come to the uh for the Easter egg hunt? Like like hook us up. I just think it's disrespectful to people that put in work that a, a celebrity in, in some cases can just can just jump in. I mean, I know um you know, people are even saying now, like, man, I think The Rock should run for president. Like, what is The Rock? Why? Because he's because he he's to? in a movie star. They was talking about Will Smith should run for president. I don't know. Will can't run no more. He got too many entanglements. So Will, that's out. <laughs> that's out. But yeah, people just like, yeah, I think I want The Rock to run. Like, what that guy? What The Rock? What has The Rock done that proves to you? And I, and I say for those people, like like The Rock or Kanye or Chance or anybody. I think it's Malcolm Gladwell that says in order to be an expert at something, you have to put in 10,000 hours 10, of work. Hours. Right. So those people that's put in 10,000 hours to get to be the rock actor or wrestler, Kanye, to be a producer, 10,000 hours to be the best at that. And now they're just like, yo, I'm going to be the president. No hours. I ain't put no hours into that. Right. But like, I ain't put no work into that. Right. But like what they're saying is basically, you know, because Chance asked, like, why would you support Biden over Kanye? Right. right. And the whole thing is like, you know, Biden, at least like we're talking about, has experience and plans for like certain type of change. Issues like race, right. economy. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got some diplomatic, uh, you know, information and, you know, foreign policy and stuff that he's dealt with. So what's Kanye going? Who is he going to really sit down with to take him seriously? Right. And that's kind of the part of what we're going through right now, from what I can tell, is is like the whole foreign policy situation that we have going right. on and the allies and, you know, folks that we've been working with over the years. Right. I'm trying to figure out how seriously they're taking our country. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and if anybody has had experience dealing on that kind of level, um, or at least is smart enough to put smart people on your, on your team. Right. And take their advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the thing. And so I don't know if Kanye, know, you know, is going to hire a whole bunch <laughs> of people. Uh, 
he's gonna, he gonna hire a whole bunch of yes people uh, whatever <laughs> whatever kanye say he right somebody gonna run it like wakanda but like i said it's, it's not just him though it's it's just this mentality of i mean and i i look at celebs you know celebs will have you know they'll they'll become big big stars big movie stars but then when they're starting their production company they will hire someone who has run a production company before because again that they just should. because just because you became a celebrity doesn't mean you know how to actually put a movie together or what that takes so you hire someone with expertise and that's with anything again like i said it's just disrespectful like i know me and my boy don used to always say this about the presidency it's like man if you walked on an airplane and they said, hey, man, your pilot, he's never flown before, man, but he, he was a good businessman, though. Like, what What that mean, man? I, wa- I want the pilot that's flown 10,000 hours. Or he watched it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stayed the Holiday Inn Express last night. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want that dude. I want somebody that's got some experience, man. So, and so- we, just, we just got to the point where celebrity sometimes, or not sometimes, a lot of times has jumped over experience like i said i don't again like you were saying shut up and dribble with lebron like i don't i like i said it shouldn't be a requirement of course celebrities always get asked stuff but again a celebrity shouldn't be asked about the about covid they don't know nothing about covid they don't know how to i mean they just know what everybody's saying wear a mask socially distanced i don't want to hear lebron breaking down how he thinks schools should open but that's 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 all a part of the media situation right right? because they're in front of those people all the time. They have the platform. They come to me and ask me what I feel about COVID. No one knows who I am. No, you know, how serious right. will they take me? If I give a good answer, then that's great. Oh, thank you for your comment. Right. But if a celebrity says it supposedly quote unquote is more impactful, right? Because they have supposedly more influence over people. So I think that's what it's all about. I totally agree with you though. Like, I, I just I don't understand how someone with no experience could walk into especially the presidency right. and think they can get away with running our country with no with with zero experience and no plan. Yeah. Well, always one of my favorite quotes is if you think it's expensive to hire a professional to do the job, wait until you hire an amateur. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I that. always because I mean, in, in my industry, you don't know how many times. Even to this day, somebody be like, hey, yo, look, man, so I'm about to shoot this video. I ain't got no money, but I want to do a helicopter and I want to have like 75 extras and I want to shoot it in Paris. Can you do that, John, for me? Like, what? You you can, but it's expensive. Yeah, people, but for some, like our industry more, I think more than any other industry, people always think they doing you a favor when they try to hire you to do something. Like yo, yo, I'm about to shoot this thing, man. You you want to help out on it? Help out? What I what I I don't I don't do this to help out. Be a part of something that flops. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here to help you out. I help my friends out, but I don't help just some random person talking about help me out. And again, it says the same thing to me. Nobody ever goes to their mechanic and says, "Hey, look, so look, my brakes. You think you can take care of that for me? Like just no cost, just like it just it just allow you to put your name on you fix my brakes. That's a good deal for you." Well, I got. Nah, I, nobody. I have a perfect example. <clears throat> All right, storytelling time. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of you know, I owned a uh, a rental property, own a rental property, and uh, uh, it's a it's 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 two unit apartment building in the, in in the great can't call it a state of Washington D.C. All right, D.C. So, stand up. So, 
had a plumbing issue a few times, several times. Asked for advice on a plumber. Oh, yeah, my man, you know, like <laughs> such and such. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When they start off with my man, you yeah. already know. Yeah, you know him. He do plumbing. I'm like, for real? He does plumbing? <laughs> like, I thought my that man. was, t- it's like, he's like Tommy too. Like, uh, yeah. plumbing? For real? <laughs> okay, cool. I'll give him a shot. He got, he got a plunger. That's what he called plumbing. So, so, uh, you pay him five trips back and forth later to Home Depot, other department, you know, not department stores, but, yeah, you know, Lowe's, uh, Home Depot. Uh, 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 what do you call them? Uh, 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 hardware, hardware stores. stores right. right. Later, you get the problem fixed. So you think. Then they pressing you immediately for the money. <laughs> like the minute they flush the toilet or. Close the wall up or fix that pipe. They want to get paid right then and there, which I kind of get. But I I just like, man, stop pressing me for it. Then something else happens. Come back, put a Band-Aid on that. So another piece of the pipe might have broken, you know, three, four feet down the wall or whatever it might be. Call them back. They cut open your wall. They fix the pipe. That's another three, four hundred dollars or whatever the cost is. So right now I'm what? Close to a thousand dollars in. Right. Toilet breaks, whatever it might be, they come, they fix that, more money in. But then what happens is I get a bright idea. Let me just fix the pipes in the whole building. Right? So <laughs> so so I do not call that jack leg back. I call a real company to do it. Right. They fix the whole problem, right? And 10 years later, I've never had an issue, never had to worry about my plumbing, no issues in that particular apartment ever again. But like I could have kept hiring this person to put the band-aids on it, band-aid, band-aid, right. band-aid, and end up spending more money or just about the same amount of money, right, for an unfinished or an incomplete project when I could just hire a professional to just take care of the whole job and it's going to end up saving me time, energy, money, and then they're not, they not knocking at my front door trying to get paid every time I can swipe my credit card. I can transfer the money to them. You know, it's more right. convenient for me. So I say all that to say, absolutely. Like if you're, if you're going to do something, you got to always hire a professional professionals. You know, that's the reason, like we talked about, if you're doing the 10,000 hours and you become an expert in something, you are expected to do the job. Right. And so, yeah, in my case, I ended up wasting money. I wasted a ton of money by just kind of hiring Jack legs to do these odd jobs. And, right. it, and I could have just wiped it out the first time and never had to worry about it. And I could have got my time back too as well. Lesson, never hire my man and them to do something important. For the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. I might let that one ride out next week. So I'm gonna see. So, so are are you gloating on this topic or what? What's what's your feeling on this topic? Oh well, I really don't care. Uh-huh. They should name the team the Washington Fifty Two Seven. The Washington Fifty Two Sevens. Yeah, we'll call we did, you the we fi- call you the Fifty Niners. We 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 deleting that part of the uh, of the podcast because don't nobody know what you're talking about. So in our in our um text thread, that is a common response i almost got one of our boys in trouble i think i did get him in trouble on that one 
Cause, cause the Washington Redskins <laughs> took a big L. What was that in twenty eleven? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, that. to to the New England Patriots. So, Never heard of that. So preseason, they were going to the that. Super Bowl that year. Preseason, and uh, fake news. They lost fifty two seven, and so this is, this I rem- is slander. I remember texting. In our in our unlimited text group text at the time, I don't think my you know a few of the guys had unlimited text, and every response, every single text I did that entire game was fifty. Uh, the next day, I mean, and what ten years later, almost fifty two seven, fifty two to seven. The Washington yeah, we did we deleting that. The Washington the Washington Redskins. So no, nah, like. It's funny though that, that you you know y'all all get your name taken from you <laughs> and like all, like cause CDC is a Washington Redskins fan. You a diehard Redskins fan. I've been telling y'all for years that your team sucks, and, <laughs> and like all the all the all the merchandise that you ever purchased. And I mean it's it's done. It's gone. I, I'm just gonna real real quick shout out Marty. I just want you to see. See, see who the smug dude is for real. I just want you to see. You, you, you heard all of that. I mean, I'm going through this emotional situation. My team name changed. Man, they asked me if I was okay, how I was dealing with it. He, Man, just, just, beat, he just beat me down for like a minute straight. You, you just, I just want you to hear that, Marty. It's just in the future when you ask me to be nice, you just remember what smug dude just I did. I am not right. being nice. You, you remember when we, uh, <laughs> when we used to go to the games, and I, <clears throat> so I'm not a Redskins fan, obviously. But yeah, in my household, we have had tickets for a long time. It was just something that my uh, my wife and I would do to go and, and enjoy a Sunday together, really before we had kids and stuff like that. So I would dress in neutral colors. I would either wear like black or gray or like blue or something <laughs> like that. And I would go to every game with her. I would sit there and I would text message our thread play by play largely um the entire game the funny thing is is she be sitting right beside me and i'll be texting her too listen i'm gonna tell y'all and i got to witness every game y'all lose the game on a field goal or something like that at the very last minute second marty marty this story is for you it was we went to a uh i think it was a monday night game it was i mean it was freezing I ain't never been that cold out in public in a long time. <laughs> so I'm sitting next to the, I'm at the stadium next to Smug Dude. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how somehow we lost the game, right? Like you said, man, it was freezing. Like I had on gloves. I had on like two pairs of gloves, like a, a scully and a hat over the scully. It was freezing. So I'm sitting there. And somehow I forgot how we lost the game. It was, you know, I'm sitting there dejected. You lost by phone, a field goal. And my phone started vibrating. And I'm like, man. I know it's somebody calling me about the game. Pull my phone out. And it's this dude who was sitting next to me. And he texts me something like, y'all sorry. Or something, right? But the thing that made that jump so bad was I had to take off like seven layers to get my phone out of my pocket. And I don't know how to do. I still give you credit. I don't know how you telepathically sent me that text. And I was so blown. I went through all of that to take that phone out. And it was the dude sitting next to me that's going to text me something, man. So... Yeah, hey. those those are my recent red skin memories. So hell with that damn name. Get get rid of that name. You said get rid of it. I mean, we got stories for days on the red skin. So like, all right. So how do you feel about 
the comparison of the Redskins uh, being synonymous with the N word. So you know, I'm like lifelong Redskins fan. You know, some of the, some of my best memories of my youth are Doug Williams, three Super Bowl rings, and I actually was working on a documentary a few years ago uh, about the name of the about the names of the Redskins and Indian names. And you know, I actually kind of got into the documentary with the thought of because there have been surveys that said that. You know, 90% of Native Americans or 50% of Native Americans that have a problem with the name. But I met this lady for the documentary, uh, Suzanne Hargo. Uh, and she's actually been fighting to get the name changed from the Redskins since the 60s. And, uh, you know, I sat with her and she was explaining um, what it does to their communities. And she made a point that I had literally had never thought about. And she said, you know, a lot of times people try to compare it, you know, to the N-word. She says, I don't necessarily strictly compare it to the N-word, but she says what I do compare it to is that people say, well, it's not the biggest issue in the Native community. But she said what it does is in the same way that people use the N-word and it kind of degrades yourself. She said that's the same thing when people hear, hear Redskins. And, I, you know, when she said that to me and like I said, meet somebody that's been fighting this since 1960. I mean, that's somebody that's really telling you. And she's and she's she was the head of like the Native American Institute or something for a lot of years. Wow. And to hear her say that, it made me think about and I thought about it differently in terms of, you know, I, I'll, I try not to use the N word, but I, I will use it. But I do understand. It made me think about it made me think about there are kids who use the N word. And when they use black kids to use the N word what it does to them is it makes them feel it, it by using in word about your other friends, it makes you feel less than right. You're describing yourself in that way. Right. You're not, you're not empowering yourself by, by describing yourself with that word. And that was, the, and when, when, when I thought about it like that, I understood what she was saying about what the Redskins meant to her community. And she was saying, again, like it's not the biggest issue in our community is the same way the N word isn't the biggest word in our community. But there is a psychological impact that that word does have in the community. How it makes you feel about who you you are, your state of being. So I, you know, like I said, that it definitely changed my thought about the name. And again, like I'm not, I have used the name and probably, I mean, you know, it's what I've been calling on my whole life. So it's going, it's not, I'm not going to be able to just whatever name they come up with instantly be able to not start calling them that. Uh, The thing that I just hope that happens is, is that, because it's been the name for so long, I don't want people to be winning. Cause I got, I got, I got a $190 Sean Taylor Redskin Jersey that I'm going to be wearing the rest of my damn life. Well, you should, so, that's, you know, that's yeah. Sean Taylor. But I just, I just, that's the I mean, only Redskin talk- that I rock with, by the way. Yeah. People are already talking about, oh man, you know, you won't be able to wear it. You won't be able to wear that anymore in public. You won't be able to wear your Redskin gear anymore in public. I just don't want it to become, that kind of thing where people are people are being intim- intimidated to where they can't wear wear their gear anymore again i'm i'm cool with the name change i do like i said talking to her and kind of understand a little bit more like i, I understand why the name needs to be changed and again you know my my connection will be to those memories so it's not i mean i'm still going to be a a fan of, of that team likely depending on what the name is you know, there, there's, some, there's some options that I'm not really happy with. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
you said you might still be likely what which one like you're gonna be a fan or not well i mean you know if they call them the the washington smug dudes i'm, I'm probably not gonna cheer for that team oh okay yeah, cause yeah. You, you know i uh i've been off of football for what like four years now four seasons allegedly nah i really have <laughs> i really have you know i have you know yeah. i've been off it because i'm 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 that team you know that super bowl team the, the dynasty dynasty yeah. say it see uh, think about it how many rings you seen us win my 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 team that i like i think i've seen y'all win three <sighs> <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen his face. Three. So you were like 10 years old when we won the first one. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then you've seen three cents. Oh, no, you're oh, you right. You're right. Y'all got four because y'all had Sims, Hostella, and then, That's right. and then Eli got Manning, two Manning. fluke jumps. Man, yeah, man. You know, the year Eli that y'all lost 52 7 that year. Eli got two fluke jumps. So, so what are they going to name the team? Because. There's there's some guy in <laughs> that's uh that's that's uh what is he he trademarked a yeah, whole a bunch whole of bunch possible of, yeah. names yeah so what are y'all down to so besides paying Red, them paying them the money to get so the trademark it looks like the top three are Red Tails Warriors and my personal favorite right now the Red Wolves Red Wolves, baby. Washington Red Wolves. That's got a ring yeah, to it. I, I kind of like that, and I, I like, I like. We'll be the Wolf Pack, and I like. We'll be, at, we'll be at the stadium, and I'll be on that, that joint howling. We're gonna be howling at that joint, boy. We gonna be in there. Oh my! I kind of like that Red Wolves. Have fun with that. <laughs> Have fun with that. I, you know, who Red won't Wolves, be, baby. We in the building. You know who won't be there? Yeah, HTTR still Red Wolves. Let's go. So Red Wolves is the name. I don't know. That's that's the one I like, but I, I think it's probably gonna be Warriors, though, because I think that's the one the owner likes. So, um, before we get into this other stuff, like they're talking about changing the name. I didn't even I saw this in the outline, but I didn't know they were talking about changing the Texas Rangers now. Yeah, what's that was all something. about? So they were saying that the Texas Rangers, the way they got their name was they really were like. They really were killing a lot of Native Americans. Oh, okay. So that's that's kind of like it's, it's a obviously with what's been going on in this country, it's kind of a racial reckoning, and a lot of things are being looked at, you know, a lot a lot closely. I mean, obviously, I don't think the Redskins name would have would have changed. I mean, it's crazy we think about it. Like without Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, I don't think we're at this point. With the Redskins getting their name changed, I just think it's kind of a, a racial awakening and racial trying to understand things a little bit better. Like I said, the Texas Rangers thing—that's a little. It I just the first I just saw that today, so I haven't done a lot of research on it. But I, like I said, preliminary what they were saying is, is that name basically was based on a lot of killing and a lot of murder and a lot of land taken from Native Americans. Hmm. So look. I think we should just go into the next thing. This is in honor of the Washington Redskins, and we're going to talk yeah. about land in the Wellington Park. Too yeah, well. sure. So.
Wellington Park. Wellington, Wellington Park. Park. Yeah. Hey, Wellington Park. Welling. Welling means you're lying. You're exaggerating. Doing too much. Wellington Park, my man Dominic. Say if you Welling, you probably live in Wellington Park. So since I did the A Young this week, we're going to let Smug Dude take care of Wellington Park. All right. Short and sweet. So have you heard this? North Carolina City votes to approve reparations for black residents. Whoa, whoa. I, I grew up in North Carolina. <laughs> I got family in North Carolina. Hold on, yeah. Hold on. I got cousins, somebody down there. I know somebody in North Carolina. I'm black. I know somebody in North Carolina. So that's the city of Asheville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Asheville, North Carolina. So uh, the stats I saw on it, 83% white, 12% black, right? And... uh uh, they formally apologized for the role it played in slavery and implementing racist policies. All right. Um, the resolution calls for forming policy and programs that will establish the creation of generational wealth and address reparations due in the black community, as well as asking the state legislator, uh, uh, state legislature, Cut the federal, check. <laughs> federal government. To do the same. All right. So where I get into it, like, of it being like a slippery slope. Cut the check. And while I'm like, they swelling, like, whatever. They got good intentions or whatever they're doing. Cut the check. But ain't no way they giving the money. Like, it's just not, (laughs) you know, like, I find it hard to believe. They well, I ain't going to get no check. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that somebody going to give a check. And like, based on what parameters? Like, how are you going to get a check? I can't. I can't. Hey, I, I told you I got, I got cousins in North Carolina. I should get a check. I got, I got, I know I got at least one cousin that at least lived in Asheville for at least a minute. We got a lot of cousins. There's a lot, 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 lot of cousins in North Carolina. It's actually a street sign in North Carolina with our last name. I mean, I'm sure that's not. On my side of the family, I'm sure that was the slave owner side of the family, but cut that check though. So, yeah, I think they well. So, yeah, well, so I can't. I got. I shouldn't be online looking at this. Uh, this Bentley truck. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, you should go move to Asheville. Uh, I'm fine. I know, I know I got you got your cousins and all that, but you gonna move hey. to Asheville. So you now you well. My man and them from Asheville. All right. North Carolina City votes to approve reparations for black residents. Yeah, they well and they ain't ain't cutting no check. Votes to approve. Yeah, they ain't cutting no check. All right, so take us away. We got a minute. All right. If you can't take care of your family in life, and even if you are taking care of your family in life, somebody somebody actually is kind of upset by those words, so... If you are taking care of your family in life and if you can't take care of your family in life, get yourself some life insurance to make sure you take care of them in death as well. Build relationships before you need them. Know your DNA. and Have a plan. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.